company would be called I was going to say just call the company Event Horizon we had a me and Gemma had a networking uh, group all about uh, events and it was called we called it Event Horizon oh. fuck yeah yeah I know fuck yeah I'm already rolling the dice in my hand we, haven't, haven't, even said he- we haven't said hello we haven't said hello have we just go for it hello <laughs> <laughs> you knew that was coming uh, hello and welcome to Not The Bees Horror Podcast Ruth you always laugh when I do this <laughs> smirk over there i'm very um, i'm very serious now um this is the podcast where a trio of terrors pick a trio of terrors based on a theme or popular horror trope and we discuss disseminate and sometimes argue not all the time uh but you know i ma- think today we will we're mainly here for guitar <laughs> oh really <coughs> yeah from from your comments or <laughs> <laughs> From my start, I think we're from from your off-air comments. Mm. I think we're in for some some lively debate. Awesome, uh, Ruth. Would you Ooh. like the honor of telling? Are we jumping straight in? We can talk about we what we're doing. Yeah, that's mm. what I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> thought we hadn't checked each other. You know, we we started we off with a bit. We haven't checked in, Ruth. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Boot. Actually, I've been a bit ill this week, but it's okay. I spent. Oh. I've been watching all the Saw films in order. Oh. <laughs> I've still got a couple to go. Watching all the Saw films in order is something I tried to do. And it's it's really hard. I'm getting through it. But they get, I like it. When you start at the top, mm. it's only down from there. Like when you watch Hellraiser. I don't know. I think watching them all together quite in quite quick succession, I'm really appreciating a lot more how episodic it is and how the stories all carry on from each other. Anyway, and then I thought maybe I'll make like a limited podcast series where I just uh, shout about all the Saw films and call it I Saw Saw. I'm into Having it. watched Saw. Anyway. I'll listen to it. And, I'll, like, <laughs> and, and also in um, uh, Charlie Klaus's score to like, you know, the one that they play at like, the end of every mm. Saw film, Chef's Kiss. Da, da, da. It is Chef's Kiss. Anyway, Absolutely Boomer, how are you? I'm good. I'm I'm good. Int- did I introduce you? No. Oh, yeah. Hey, Boom. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> you all right? How are you? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a. Yeah, I've got nothing to report. Do you want you? to report on our topic? Yeah, sure. Today we're going to do aliens. Yes. This felt anticlimactic. You said it in a really deadpan way. Okay. Try again. Da- <laughs> no, because... Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I will do it. We are going to do Aliens. Yes. Fuck yeah. Get in. Alien. Dun, 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 <laughs> alien. Now the fucking E.T. <laughs> um... Yeah, <laughs> right. Aliens are actually like probably this alien horror is probably it turns out my least favorite ho- type of horror. 
Really? As, as you had with cannibals last time. Yeah. But the thing, alien horror, but one of the best horrors ever. Obviously, we all yeah. love the thing. We all love but the I thing. But I mean, as a, there, there are some absolute standouts, which I will, of course, go through in my history of the genre. Ooh, oh, yeah. well done. Yeah. See, I struggled with this. I did. I thought he's not going to do it, so I do a little <laughs> bit of research. And when you type in alien films, what do you get? It's like aliens. the world. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just an it's just alien. Just, <laughs> just alien. alien. Tell me, alien horror. It's just Alien. 1979's Alien is all you get the yeah, entire time. there you go. And in fact, that is something we did discuss when we mm. were talking about this on the WhatsApp group, mm. didn't we? We yeah. said, shall we just do Alien 1, <laughs> 2, and 3? But it was very quickly shot down. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel like everyone's seen those enough. Let's, again, we, 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 we tend comments. to, in general, not pick the mm. biggest options on this. Like, There's always those ones like, like The Thing, like Alien, or you know, maybe, uh, maybe Invasion of the Body Snatchers. We, we, it's tempting to pick those because they are the prime examples of the trope or the subgenre. But I think it's like always good to have the alternatives to that because everyone knows those, everyone's seen those. So why don't we just try? I don't want to sound all like dickish and like educate people <laughs> with other stuff, but I'm going <laughs> to sound dickish. We're going to educate with some stuff maybe you haven't seen. Yeah. And, you know, look, look at the films in advance on the social media things. They might be up there in advance. I think they will. They will be. They'll be up there in advance. And you can have a look at them. Watch them in advance of the episode if you want. And then maybe you know what we're talking about. Hunt them down. Yeah, absolutely. So you said you did some research and you're going to tell us all about aliens in film, not alien films. Exactly. So. uh, Ridley Scott. (laughs) (laughs) When we, in the last one. So Ruth gave a really concise and clear description of cannibals and their themes and all this mm-hmm. she's written a book you know she's written a book <laughs> not about cannibals <laughs> no. we, well, I, I haven't read it I've got no <laughs> idea. So I, I looked at the title there's probably a mention of auto cannibalism in the book there absolutely is yeah, yeah. I, I, I have read it so yeah, have you? yeah of course i have oh, she's one thanks, of my best Oh, oh, we're playing that card, are <laughs> yeah, we? Yeah. I message you saying I want to buy it, and she said you probably shouldn't. It's very expensive. <laughs> it fucking is, yeah. It's well expensive. But and don't let that put you off, viewers, <laughs> listeners. You should you should still buy that. No. It, what is it what's it called, Ruth? Um what is it called? Female masochism in film. It's called By Dr. Ruth McPhee. By Dr. Ruth McPhee. Are you a doctor? Oh. I never actually knew you were a doctor. I did a PhD. Can you come and have a look at this? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Show me your strange lumps. <laughs> we're getting back into cannibalism again. so i mean i was actually just gonna say like after her eloquent sort of like trip through cannibalism i then will bring us back to the norm which is me stumbling like a blind man through a brothel trying to feel his way out in the world of leslie nielsen uh. so to the history of aliens and horror so I really struggle to find out what the first one was. It's always nice to have, like, what's the first one? But things, it's also subjective when it comes to aliens and horror because science fiction films, like alien films, there's loads mm. of those. Yeah, that's where I got. I see, I was surprised with the very. In fact, I didn't really take in that it wasn't horror. The very first. Oh, what did you go for? Uh, a Journey to the Moon. Okay, are there any aliens in it? Yep, because they go to the moon. <laughs> And we all know there's aliens, aliens live on the moon, of course. Of course. Oh, sorry, it's how, how ignorant. Yes, a trip, a trip to, is it a trip to the moon, Journey to the Moon, 1901. Okay. The Melier Brothers. Oh, is that Melier where, like, the, the, the rocket but, in the eye? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there's, that's not a horror, though. I know. Now you've pointed yeah. out that you were looking at horrors, <laughs> and I hadn't taken that in. I would have thought you'd have thought about that, considering this is not the bees horror podcast. 
It's not the bees, just general alien <laughs> podcast. So anyway, uh, yeah. So that, that's why it gets it's, it's confusing. Because like, is it sci-fi or is mm. it horror? So there's that, that weird fine line. It becomes very subjective until it becomes very clear, which will make more sense <laughs> as I speak. <laughs> the early it's debatable again. Debatable. Is it or is it not? There are lots in the fifties. So we're just going to go to. We're going to skip to the fifties, which okay. is where it starts that to become a bit clear. To me. Can that we take sense. a guess? Can we yeah, take a go guess for, to the go first for one? It. I, I haven't got any I've set exact ones. What's but your guess? I would say the first one, which I would class as a horror, is it came from another world. Is it the? Th- do you mean the thing from another world? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say the thing <laughs> from another world. I have that in my list. Yeah. But I don't know what year that's from. That's nineteen fifty. I think it's 1950. These early 50s. So I've just got, I've basically, I didn't do. Sorry, it came from outer space. It came from outer space. Uh, 1953. I have that. Yeah, sorry. I also have um, Plan 9 from outer space, The Blob, Thing from Another World, Devil Girls and Mars, Earth versus the Flying Saucers. War of the Worlds is an interesting one because that's very horror Mm. aimed. And that's actually from like, was that from 1938? I think it was like originally the book. The book was, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ra- and the radio play. 1953 was the film. Right, so yeah, so the film's in the film. Again, so the 50s seems to be the beginning, from what I could tell, of what you would recognise as horror with aliens. Yeah. With a sci-fi tinge. With a sci-fi. Mm. Well, if it's aliens, it's got sci-fi. Mm. Which is yeah. really surprising, considering that, you know, Stargate showed that aliens turned up in pyramids and stuff <laughs> like that. Exactly, pyramid times. Yeah, pyramid, pyramid times. You'd <laughs> think there'd be a lot more <laughs> aliens before that. That, I mean, I guess it's because they've lost the all the they pe- they think you know like if they were to draw like little grey men, like the colours washed off over all the years. Oh yeah, totally. maybe it's that. Yeah, just sand, that. sand. Or I mean, controversial view: Stargate might not be scientifically <laughs> accurate. I'm not sure. Don't want to believe that. Do <laughs> no. I'm not anyway, sure. No, I, let's we, we're Move sick. On. We're back in Stargate. Anyway. Uh, this kind of like continued into the 60s like with films like they came from beyond space voyage beyond the, space from beyond space what is beyond space more a different space <laughs> for some aliens in here apparently I, I haven't seen that one that sounds far-fetched this one sounds far-fetched more which is voyage to the planet of the prehistoric women mm. like just wrap your head around what the fuck that means that doesn't sound like a horror Apparently it is. Okay, well, maybe the women are quite terrible. Maybe the thing, I guess... Cannibals. That, yeah, that could be close to a cannibal film, yeah. but if it's set on another planet, they are aliens. Aliens so are quite keen off, quite keen to eat humans often, they, aren't they? That would not make them cannibals, though. Well, that's very true. Good point, Boomer. They came from beyond space in 1967. That's quite late. That's what I'm saying. It's the 60s. Oh, sorry, we moved on. Hold yeah, we're on. in the 60s now. Stuff for a bit. Uh, and uh, what else did I list? Oh, I, I literally wrote, and more of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyway, basically, uh, then we start to get a little bit better. There's more, there's good stuff in um, the 60s as well. Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um, I did put 2001 A Space Odyssey in there. No, not horror. However, is it not? It feels filled with horror tropes. Like, look at the whole situation with Hal and everything. It's fucking terrifying. It's too boring to be a horror. Fair enough. It doesn't strike any sense of fear or dread into my heart. Not Only even the, at the long running the time. S- the scenes with how? Like that segment. Imagine if it was I a portmanteau. That would be a scary scene. Yes, segment. it would if it was a portmanteau. Kill a robot. Okay, some horror tropes. Mm. I'll give you that. The, my, my argument as to whether it's a sci-fi horror or not, I mean, again, is it a horror in general? Probably not, but no. it's, but it's computer, a grey area. Computer, I should say. Sorry, how? Yeah. <laughs> ah, fucking. 
He was he was a bastard. Don't worry about him. Uh, but anyway, so uh, the thing is, is that everything changed kind of when he got to the seventies. The seventies went to the. We still had the selection of um, we had Invasion of Body Snatchers again, which um, featured the Sutherland Compass. Um, oh no! I may one have, of the finest moments in cinematic history. Yeah, I may I may have cut from another episode what the Sutherland Compass is actually. <laughs> so I should probably say what that is. No, actually, I'll just cut this bit instead. That'll be much easier. Oh. But then we'll never hear about the Sutherland Compass. Okay, the Sutherland Compass is on Justin Stagdu. We went to Berlin and were lost. And we were not being able to find out where we were. I decided to reenact Donald Sutherland's pointing at the end of Invasion of the Body Snatch. And he goes, <laughs> and points and to the direction that I felt that we should go. And that is now been called the Sutherland Compass. As did I it kept lead you true? It did. It led us home. We got home following the Sutherland Compass. We did. So... That's one of the good films from yeah, the 70s. Yeah, great film. Um, I thought you would pick it, to be honest, but you didn't. I will explain why I did not later on. Okay, great. Uh, so, uh, two, two reasons why I didn't pick it. One I'll explain later on, and the other is because I think it's a very big one that, again, like with The Thing and with Alien, that everyone knows. Yeah. So let's pick something else. But Alien is what I was going to come to you next. Like Alien's like the game changer. Alien, Alien, 1979, Ridley Scott's Alien, is the film that made people take Aliens hor- and horror seriously. Because until then, we've got Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but it feels like it wasn't taken really seriously until Alien turned up. Mm. Now that's a proper film, properly accoladed by everyone. And like everyone's now into Aliens. Also, it was very... I'm thinking of where the where is the line between horror or sci-fi with these alien mm. films or how do we situate them? Um, it is in terms of how it's shot and in terms of the, like the palette and in terms of the, the sort of peak, the characters getting like picked off one by one. It's very, that's very kind of in line with the slashers yeah. and with the way that horror films were being made as opposed to, um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which I think it is a horror, but it, it doesn't have the same creeping sense of dread and the same like shadowy mm. locations and the I mean ba- um, basically the Rid- stalking element. Rid- Ridley yeah. Scott said that you know Aliens basically a hor- um, a haunted house movie in space. Yeah, it? yeah, so. yeah. So it's it's clearly designed to be a horror film, but they've just said it in space, mm. and that's that's I think like that's it feels like the first time that that as a genre properly emerged to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Because, like, again, because everyone's just like... You know, it's taken out of the drive-in into the... Yeah, exactly. Everything of, else, yeah, if you look back, the at they're, they're all cheesy B-movies or mm. could be played off as B-movies. Even Invasion of, the, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, some people might say, oh, it's silly. Whereas this one was, like, high production value, great cast. Uh, the, probably still, which is a real shame, but probably still the greatest female action lead of all time. Is Tell that to Ellen Sarah Ripley. Connor. I say Ellen Ripley all, <laughs> all the way. Well, I would say, I was going to say, isn't Ellen Ripley probably the best final girl? Absolutely. She's the well. greatest. She's, she's one of my favourite ever cinematic characters. and She's the finalist, because even when she... Uh, <laughs> she's the final boss. even when she died, she came back. <laughs> yeah. She can't be killed. She's the Jesus of final girls. <laughs> Moving on from Alien, that, that spawned like an entire essentially genre of horror essentially with the amount of alien ripoffs that happened like the 80s is ridiculous there's so many of them and there's even like so the 80s i think when sci-fi horror or alien horror included in cyber horror became really big and there's loads of different ones within there and roger even corman used to rip them off quite 
point. Mm, uh, Forbidden yeah. Planet used to be a brilliant. Oh, Forbidden Forbidden World. Sorry, Forbidden yeah. Planet's the classic. Yeah, uh, 1950s, but there's one called Forbidden World as well, which is a, a total alien ripoff, but with loads of tits. <laughs> yeah, so with the what 80s was missing from aliens? He said <laughs> it was tits. That's whatever. It was muff, but <laughs> whatever in the eighties did. It's just like just put tits in Alien and it'll be great, right? It turns out no, it's not because Ridley Scott's like a real <laughs> filmmaker and everyone else is not quite doing that right. And also, oh, one thing as well that I found like really fun about eighties sci-fi horror. This is sci-fi horror more than just Alien horror. Is you know like franchises became big in the eighties. Mm. This is something I've been a big fan of forever is that when you get the franchises of films they love to have a in space film <laughs> leprechaun in space yep chris is in space friday the 13th they had an in space to J- jason, jason x, x. Yep, yeah jason x uh hellraiser the fourth one Hell, yeah. it's normally the fourth film because it's chris four <laughs> leprechaun four hellraiser four <laughs> hellraiser four aka Crit- bloodline to be fair chris no, is the well. major Critters from the beginning had space elements to it. Well, it's aliens, aren't they? I, yeah. I nearly picked critters. I nearly picked critters because they're aliens. I love critters. Yeah, it's fucking good, isn't it? <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> well, but, uh, even though even though we've been spoiled for choice with modern aliens and horror, overall the best is still, as we said, Alien or Aliens, mm. depending on which one you prefer out of those two. I like. I love them both. I think Aliens more of an action film. Yes. I would say so. so. They're they're excellent in different ways. Yeah, they're like they itch. They scratch a different itch. Yeah, depending what you're feeling in the mood for. I completely agree, Justin. What do you agree? Yes, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, Was I listening? <laughs> uh, yes. Other than that, like um, obviously, the thing we all agree, the thing is probably the best alien one, but that's also the best many other categories. If you can put yeah. the thing in a category, it's the best one in that category, probably. <laughs> that's true. And yeah, that is my history of aliens. It, it was much better up, than I thought it was going to be. Up to the thing. <laughs> up to the thing. After that, there's, there's a it's lot a of shit. There's a lot of good. Which is great because our three picks today are all after that. Yeah, yeah they're all um, after. Moving on is our things. What's um, I think is interesting is that um, Alien, as as you said, I think is the game changer. Um, and then I think you get Alien is like humans go to space and meet an alien. And then a lot of the other films are the aliens come to Earth and like meet Alf. the humans. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think I think we've all gone for the aliens come to Earth films. Yeah. I, I did want to go to space for it. There's a bit of space. You in went mind. a bit to space and then came back. I'm the most in space. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I think it's interesting because I think it's um, the fear of space on its own is already quite scary. Yeah. Is it time for try die? I think it is time for try die. We've uh, we've done the history. We've stopped, but we've uh, we've topped up on beers. I think we've mentioned this before, but we record this above a pub. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> this is Friday night. This everyone. is Friday this night. Is Friday. This is how we spend our Friday night. Friday night above a pub, and we've just got fresh pints, and everything is groovy. I think we're fucking living the dream, to be honest. <laughs> like I'm, I'm sitting around with you know two two good friends drinking beers and chatting about films. There like that's. Yeah, fuck yeah. And we got the try die out. Oh, uh, who was it again? I'm one. Two. Three. It's two. It's two. Okay, fun. Over to you. Great news. Um, Now, this is, I feel like I'm still feeling maybe I should have chosen something else, but no, I'm going to (laughs) stand by it. I have chosen 
in a burst of nostalgia, (laughs) (laughs) I have chosen The Faculty, directed by Roberto Rodriguez. (laughs) Is that his name? Robert. Robert. Robert Rodriguez. In the Western (laughs) culture, he goes by Robert. It's his birthday, Roberto. I don't. And if so, why the fuck doesn't he call it? I didn't know. Was he hiding he was Spanish? His surname's (laughs) Rodriguez. (laughs) I believe this was like 2000, wasn't it? Something like that. Is it late? Um, Is it 1997? 1998. 1998. So. Six years after El Mariachi, which is very. That's. From a guy maxing out his credit card <laughs> to make a movie to six yeah. years to get so major funding. The yeah, there you go. I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure the faculty's not his high point of his life. <laughs> I was going to say, are we saying this is like peak? It's not, it's no, not, it's not his it's apex. Not peak, no. But let me tell you things I love about the faculty. Please do. So, um, do you want to tell us what it's about first? Oh, sure, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, the faculty is, I suppose, very much in the tradition of. Um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers type film. This is the reason why I didn't pick Invasion of the Body Snatchers because you have essentially picked Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Well, sure, but this is Invasion of the Body Snatchers meets The Thing meets The Breakfast Club, I would say. Sure, it's derivative, but what it does is locate that idea of um, aliens coming to Earth and taking over human bodies into a high school. Yes, that was what the 90s was all about. Everything's in a high school. Mm -hmm. Um, So we get all the tropes of... The like the geek, uh, boo. <laughs> boo the, no, we love the geek. Pre Frodo, <laughs> pre Frodo. It's Elijah Wood. Um, like the cool rebel, yeah. Josh Hartnett. Um, the like hot the, teacher. like hot teacher. I mean, the cast <laughs> is amazing. It has um, got a really good cast. So yeah. so um, it's set in an American high school. It's got all the usual um associated things: football team, um, angry coach. Uh, played by Robert Patrick um, and gradually all of the teachers or the faculty um, begin to be taken over by alien life forms and then a plucky band of misfits uh, all thrown together very much in the style of the breakfast club um, have to try and work out what's going on and how to save the world well sold well yeah sold. that is how it goes um yeah so a really amazing cast so why did you what let's go to the category okay. let's do categories the hook uh the hook just i think i think the mm, it's not one thing it's a lot of little things i think the cast is definitely one so as i said robert patrick uh salma hayek famke jansen uh lilith from cheers (laughs) he's very beautiful woman um uh what's it from twin peaks um laurie Who's in Twin Peaks? Uh, balls. It? Is she called Laurie Piper? Is Laurie Piper in it? Do I mean Laurie Piper? Is there someone from Twin Peaks in it? Piper Laurie. Piper Laurie. <laughs> Which one's she? Piper Laurie. She's, she's the uh, the blonde-haired older teacher. And she's she's oh, yeah. rowdy, yeah. and then she goes. She gets really steely. John Stewart. Yes. John an early Stewart, appearance that, from John Stewart like, as the science teacher. I always teacher. keep on forgetting that John Stewart Amazing. used to be an actor. And yeah. that's the, just the, the man faculty. that no one genuinely likes. I like him. Do you like John Stewart? I like yeah. John Stewart. Okay, just me then. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, from no one to like. <laughs> and then that's that just... Fuck you, John Stewart, I guess. That's just the teachers. And then the students, Elijah Wood, Josh Hartnett, um, Claire Duvall, mm-hmm. 
then some others we don't know but you know that's sturdy sturdy cast that's a, and uh, oh there's um what's their name from the fast and furious franchise jordana that's brewster I, yeah. I fucking said that sorry i wasn't you, I obviously did, wasn't you, did, you were too sorry. busy thinking about how your hatred of john stewart i just I don't like john stewart i think he's annoying okay <sighs> anyway i think it's a really fun <laughs> entertaining we're not uh, putting up your shit today like <laughs> rollicking take <laughs> on the alien invasion film I think it's full marks for fun. I'm just looking at the casting, sorry to interrupt, looking at the casting on uh, the interweb, and uh, there's someone in there where they've got um, Elijah Wood, Casey Connor, Mm. John Stewart, Professor Edward Furlong. Hey! Professor Edward Furlong. Which is a lot of things that that go on throughout that. But then John Abrahams and Summer Phoenix are uh, Oh, arguing couple. And they're cast as fuck you boy and fuck you girl. Yeah. (laughs) Those are two of the funniest (laughs) things in the the film, actually. I'm not not slagging the film off. I do think I agree with you. It was good fun when you said you wanted to watch this one. I I was very up for it. Yeah. Um, I think my, my I quite wife was very, very up for it. She was super pumped. <laughs> this I is enjoyed, her era. Yeah, me too. So it's sort of my era. I, I, I think the effects are really cool. I like all the bits where people's fingers get sliced off and tentacles come out of them. Um, I think there's some really cool shots in it, like um, when I think Elijah Wood or maybe it's Josh Hartner looks out. <laughs> Who can tell them about? Yes, I'm they're, joking, they're of almost course. identical. I'm joking, of course. Um, looks out of the window and Robert Patrick's just like standing under the sprinklers on the school playing field. There's and it's this really like cool, sinister sort of a, a I think, shot. I think I had that in my notes. It's just like, yeah. like some some top notch, just like lurking. Yeah, just, like, a lot of good ominous lurking. standing. 90s bangers on the soundtrack. Oh, there are. Uh, it did start with The Offspring, though, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> now, now, I will stand <laughs> up for that song. That one was, I actually quite like a lot of Offspring. I did, but, but I grew not, up. <laughs> we all know that's not true. <laughs> yeah, I just I think it's really good fun. I like that. I like the there's just some like fun touches, like where Josh Hartnett, who's playing Zeke, um, grabs the like pulls the guillotine blade off the paper guillotine and like just slashes someone's fingers off. It's got some like fun mm. high school based touches. So yeah, that's my um, defense of the faculty. Let's call it the defense. <laughs> you chose it, and like, you know, we respect your opinion. And I, I, like I say, I enjoyed watching it as well. So you don't have to. T- talking of of the cast, and and this is something I was alluding to earlier that, that made me come across what I thought dodgy territory. But when I was watching it, um, and the, the football team, and then there's the the football, I don't know, the quarterback. Yep. the main guy, his his best friend in it. Mm-hmm. As I was watching it, oh uh, Usher. Well, that's that's exactly how he yeah. just looks like Usher. But no, he was Usher. He was Usher. <laughs> There's a thing about films in that time period where if you didn't have an R and B or rap star in them, then no one fucking wants to see your film. No, so like, look at like your know, Deep Blue Sea. Like, but absolutely, you, you've you, got actually, Coolio in Halloween. Yep. Yeah, if you could, if you could afford Ice Cube, then you were in good standing. <laughs> but if you can't afford Ice Cube. Then I guess you would. Ne- How did John Carpenter get him then? <laughs> Go somewhere. Because John Carpenter's the fucking <laughs> man. Everyone, everyone wants to be in. A Come John star Carpenter. in this piece of shit. Now, if you, if we, I know we're talking about Ghosts of Mars right now. So <laughs> let's, just take a, let's take a quick segue to Ghosts of Mars, and then we're going to come back. But Ghosts of Mars is incredible, and I nearly picked it because I absolutely love. Do you enjoy it when they have the same reaction shot multiple times edited yeah, in? Yeah, you I love do. that. To, to the to the soundtrack by Anthrax. Yeah, I do. Yeah, oh. and. The thing that's the best about it is my, my either my favourite or second favourite, I'm not quite decided, 
character name of all time, which is Ice Cubes, Desolation Williams. That is a good name. <laughs> it's fucking me, awful that, and great at the same me, time. To me, that's a woman's name, though. Do you reckon Pam Greer should have been Desolation Williams? I just feel like it... No, it feels to me like a like a, a mournful southern lady. Desolation Williams. What the fuck sort of southern lady <laughs> things do you watch? Just a mournful one. What's oh. your, what's your first best name? Oh, no, it's, it's either that or Motherfucker Jones. Sure. That's always going to win. <laughs> from, ang- I think, from Horrible Bosses. <laughs> yeah, Played by, uh, it's one of those amazing roles. Like it's overcast with it's, it's Jamie Fox <laughs> playing Motherfucker <laughs> Jones. Like, a, oh my god, that's so good. But anyway, I'm wondering if you can convince Shell to change your name to Desolation. Yeah, you've got the surname. Wouldn't it be just I change my name to Desolation? <laughs> no, because Ruth was saying I think it's, it's a, a woman's the name. The lady's name. Oh, it's yeah. feminine. I call you it can d- be Desi. Motherfucker Williams. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker Williams. Fuck yeah, that's so good. Okay, I'll be Motherfucker Williams. Motherfucker and Desolation Williams. Yeah. Table for two, please. <laughs> I'll be Motherfucker and Desolation. Right. Where were we? Where were we? We've done. Should the, we go the to the hook. categories? Do you mean category? Send on my send on my way. Okay. So first category on my list is <laughs> best death. Ooh, well, there's not that many deaths. No. Actually, there's a lot of assimilations, mm. and then there's a few deaths, but then some of them come back, I think. John Stewart so, dies, doesn't he? Oh, he does. He does die, but he is in the... Then they do one of those... Oh, I love these two, when they do um, a credit sequence where they have a, a, like, a little clip of the character and put the t- actor's name over Oh, yeah. No, I love I like that. that. I, I do like that, but when they dance, I fucking hate it. I fucking <laughs> so hate it. When, like, when it's like a little bit of a blooper reel, when one like, does a wink and then dances. <laughs> oh, so John that. Stewart is in that end bit as it with like an eye, um, eye bandage as if he survived, but I think within the space of the film, he does die. And I might pick him because that's when fingers off with the guillotine josh hartnett swipes him fingers off wiggly tentacle fingers um and then he does get melted and i love the melting but if he doesn't die then you can't count that but i think he does die i just think the credit sequence wouldn't you should die be, from a melting yeah i think you die from a melting i think there's no coming back from a melting all right yeah. so um but the other death is um like so the, the confusing thing is, is that every time someone dies, they don't die. They no. just come back as an alien. So does anyone really die? Well, the alien dies, squashed to death in the bleachers, which is quite a fun death. Yeah, it does quite fun. Gradually squashed to death behind the bleachers. A hillbilly alien. <laughs> bleachers a weird wo- name, word. In yeah. the fact that it's something we don't you we have in in no. UK vocabulary. It was always one of those things in um, high school, like American high school or college films, like I suppose sororities and fraternities that we don't really we know what they are, but we don't so have people them. People making out behind them like, all the time. What a weird thing these bleachers! What a strange contraption of engineering <laughs> to have these bleachers. And I did used to. It was seemed like the most American thing in the world, didn't it? Yeah. I am going to go for John Stewart getting melted. First fingers off. I poked out with the pen and all the sizzling and then um, just a melty puddle on the floor. Why? Oh, he was already an alien, wasn't he? Do we see his original death? No, off camera. Right. Okay. But we can assume because he's been in the room with the... Everything's pretty much off camera though, isn't it? It's like the yeah. thing. I mean, that's one of the things. Tropes. That's the mystery. You don't know who's who's been assimilated. I mean, I suppose going back to the whole thing about the tropes, it was written by Kevin Williamson mm-hmm. or it was... a 
the final yeah, yeah. the final script was Kevin Williamson, and obviously this is his scream was his like tri- tribute to all the slasher movies, yeah. and this is a tribute to all. I guess yeah. alien movies and stuff. Mm. So it's got the the thing, the body yeah, snatchers. Yeah. Has a lot of ingredients in it. Mm. This one. Um, I think it's. I think it's interesting that it started, like I said, the Breakfast Club because it's basically exactly the same characters as the Breakfast Club, mm. and then the one who isn't a character from the Breakfast Club is the alien. So oh, when you watch it back, you're like, of course it's her because she's not a Breakfast Club uh, stereotype. I, I would just say, <laughs> look at the poster; and it'll, tell, it'll tell you who it is. Is is, it, is she in the middle? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, by, her, by herself. I'm just looking at it. It's quite clearly you. Oh, okay. Right. When, when you know. And in fact, I'm going to have to be very honest here. Um, I ran out of time, <laughs> as I always do, and I never got to the end. You did watch but it. Okay. I, no, I did watch it. I just never got to the end. But And I'd, la- I, I'd only seen it once before, mm. back, well, in, back in 1998. <laughs> and halfway through, I was like... <gasps> Oh yes, he remembers. Uh, yes, I remember <laughs> who it is. And then the more you watched it, and the more you knew, the more obvious it yeah. was. It, it was. It was that person. Well, yeah. I tell you, I got, I got a thing or two to say about the fucking end. But we will get to that when we get. Do we want to get to it now? I don't know. Shall I? Shall we do the the, the business, the categories? Yeah. Okay. And we'll then, do the categories yeah. now, and I'm going to okay. say my piece at the end of it. Okay. Then. Okay. So <laughs> n- sure, sure. Be Maybe I'm going to cover the stuff you're going to say. You don't know. You're, you're very, of course, I mean, mm. you're, you're a very capable woman. You're probably going <laughs> to do a much better job than I would. Um, the Pit, worst character? The Pit. Usher. What, underused, underplayed? Shit. Shit. Yeah, I've got, no, got no love for Usher in, Usher's character in that film. I'm not, I'm not saying Usher is a person. I don't know him. I don't, we all know I don't, American I don't know. high school quarterbacks are fucking dicks. Yeah, but he's just like, he's too generic a dick. But he's like a second... <laughs> the whole film is about generic genericness, I suppose. Well, what do you want me to pick, Ruth? I don't know. It's do you want me to pick, pick the best developed character as the worst one or something no, like that? No, no. I'm just, it's hard to pick. I had trouble picking. I, I didn't. I picked Usher. Okay. Justin? Great. Uh, Usher. Okay, I'm gonna go with because I I struggled. Did you? Because there was there's a lot of characters. I mean, the jocks were, were dicks, but both of them were. were no, but m- maybe Stan this in is the like end, Stan was a, oh, we a can sensitive all fellow, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, but he's like he's like you know the he's like the nerd jock, so yeah. he's like the one who wants well, he aspires to be more of this. So he's actually they actually develop. He's technically the most developed character throughout the whole mm. thing because they actually do make him have some aspirations and he has to deal with. Jordana Brewster's character being like, oh, God, you're such a fucking dick. Like, I'm not interested in you if you're trying to be all nerdy and like learn things and be a person like, outside of American high school yeah. football. But, like, in, whereas he's like, you know, like, f- he feels almost like that uh, Mox character from, what's it called, with the, the Dawson? With Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Creek? No, the that, American that. football one that he did. Oh, Angus? No. Fucking oh god damn it! It's, 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 it's the one that they, it's the Friday Night Lights one that they couldn't acquire the rights for. The Varsity Blues, that's it. Oh okay. He, he's basically he's playing the character from Varsity Blues, where he's like a jock who wants to be more, oh. and he's like capable of doing more. So. But actually, I quite like it because it turns out they're all, not all of them, not um, Jordana Brewster, but uh, they're all a bit geeky. So Stan, she wore glasses Stan several times throughout. She, she did. As Stan soon as she got more serious, she started wearing glasses more. And that's how you knew you had to take that character seriously. Stan secretly wants to be a, jo- uh, a nerd. Mm-hmm. He wants to learn things. Zeke <laughs> was secretly a nerd. 
I he was all, all like, oh, I'm such a rebel. And then he knew all about science. It's a, I think we're using the word nerd wrong, maybe. Like, <laughs> as, as, as three, to be honest, smart people, especially you, you've got a fucking PhD. Well, I, th- I like how nerd. in the, I know, what a nerd <laughs> I am. Well, I did, the thing is, whenever I watch films like this, and I suppose when I watched it at the time, um, I was, uh, would have been six, 16, 17. Um, and you do watch them and you're like, oh, well, I'm clearly like the Elijah Wood character I was, I was not getting my ball smashed in on a post but in the in the nerdy way and I you do watch it like oh which would you be i'm the nerd i'd have been if like clear deval and um frodo had a child <laughs> <laughs> some little nerdy boy all yeah. dressed in black a goth nerd yeah goth nerd oh. and to be honest I, I think i've like kind of like grown up into a larger goth nerd a nerd a nerd <laughs> <laughs> Middle Nerth. <laughs> or a gourd. <laughs> a gourd! Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, fine. I mean, okay. like, yeah. Uh, do you want to move into another category? Or? Yeah, send me another one. Okay. What would you cut from the film? The fucking... Stokely's fucking pastels at the end. I didn't get to the end. The end. <laughs> so uh, Elijah Wood defeats the uh, the alien queen. Oh, yep. I think I know squashed behind the bleachers. Right. And then there's like a scene at the end where everyone's back to normal and they're all happy. But now Stokely and Stan are going out with each other and Stokely's all happy now. And apparently that means she has to wear a fucking pastel cardigan. No, yes. thank you. Just wear your goth clothes and be more cheerful. You were going where I was going earlier. Oh, I don't like it. The, the moral of the story is to conform and be like everyone else. The problem is, I think that, I don't know if that is a very specific reference to The Breakfast Club because that's what happens to the Ali Sheedy and that's why I fucking and that's um, why I fucking hated in The yeah. Breakfast Club as well. I yeah. got really angry because you don't, just because you wear like gothy stuff or dark clothes, like I am happily, I'm a, like I'm a charity worker and I'll sit there wearing my Cradle of Filth t-shirt all fucking day and I'm happy with it. Yeah. And it's all good and I'll end up fucking do a horror podcast. I agree. It does not so, mean I'm a bad person because I like to wear black things and like, you know, I agree. I think that I would could have definitely done without the conversion of Stokely into a pastel wearing nitwit. Yeah. No issue with them getting together. That's fine. No problem with that at all. But why did she then need, also where did she get a new wardrobe? Very expensive to buy a whole new wardrobe. Yeah. Especially like she would have to go on the way to school. And obviously the um the I'd have had a day off as well, <laughs> actually, to be honest. The morals of Zeke and um the sexy teacher getting together are slightly dubious, but <laughs> I find the pastels more offensive. Sexy teacher. So that's another thing I feel we need to get into. Yes. <laughs> so right. Famke Anson, obviously we all agree. What a what a what a beautiful lady she is. When she first turns up in the film, she's wearing glasses. Like, oh, oh my god. In the nineties, that's what glasses were. They were uh. This trope. Ugh. I know it's it's a it's a super tropey film. It's, it's it's so like filled with things we've seen before a million times, all that. And that's wonderful. It's fine. And it's great fun, most of it. And when we when we watched it, we were messaging and mm. oh, just ju- sorry, yeah, we, we watched it <laughs> at the same time in different places and, and WhatsApps each other during it. And we were messaging saying like how oh god, she's blah, I'm gonna vomit in my mouth. She's but wearing glasses. It's disgusting. <laughs> like, I think oh, it, it's ugh. very knowing though, and like you said, it's written by Kevin Williamson, and it's obviously all of that stuff is done in a very knowing way. It is, but it doesn't it is. necessarily. It, I'm just more. Ang- I guess I'm just more angry at that trope in general. Where like, because you've got a beautiful glasses wearing wife. Exactly. I can't think of anything that would make Famke Janssen look uh, 
exactly. Exactly. Because things, if you're a beautiful looking person, then like you can wear a burlap sack and have the word prick written on your head and you're still hot because that doesn't change anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> a pair of glasses and tying your hair back does not make you ugly. It's just what you're wearing that day. It's just all it is. Well, and I then, agree. Just the, the obviously. The room, <laughs> <laughs> The re- just, just it's the constant just, reveal. It's uh, just burlap sack prick on your head Monday. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah, but Famkin <laughs> Jensen is surprisingly a. Oh, she's. Not, I would put her in the Scream Queen category. Would you? She, yeah, she's in many a horror film. Mm. Lord of Illusion, uh, Faculty. Mm. Uh, what was the other one? Deep Rising, which isn't necessarily a horror film, but it's got some. Cool moment, <laughs> horrific moments in it. She was in that TV series with like vampires and werewolves and Do Grey Scott. Oh, um, uh, Hemingford Grove. Yes, was something, like, Grove something like that. Yeah, sure. Good knowledge. It wasn't great. No, I mean it had Do Grey Scott in it. It's a lot of it's some. Ho- I mean, I'm surprised Barbara Crampton didn't pop up. To be honest, it's I a lot of Barbara your horror icons I love in there. I, I mean, know. I love her too, okay. but you know. Um, I follow her on Twitter. And she's amazing. <laughs> she's I love her. She's great. She what did we ages. decide? She's no, actually, she knows that's not true. She looks better with every year that goes by. Yeah, that's um, true. Barbara. We can only we can only assume she's bathing in the blood of innocent virgins <laughs> every day. To Barbara, look that great. Hemlock Grove. That was what Hemlock was Grove. Sorry, Barbara, we're taking away from your moment. So that's my. I think that's my thing. My faculty thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. And um, I think that um, the theme of the theme of assimilation that we see a lot in the faculty will come back in the others as well. I, the I, idea of being taken over by an alien I, I have another um, one that I would like to cut from the film. Like my, my oh, okay, one. sure. So as you may have noticed from my previous ones is, at the beginning of the film, oh, there's a freeze frame <laughs> and their name comes up written on the screen. Oh, okay. It can fuck off. Any Look... I went through this, and there's also sound effects <laughs> and everything as well. I've never noticed these. Yeah, so like this happened, like, like I was complaining in Ravenous last time, and that was my fucking choice. This time it's coming along, whoosh, fucking douchebag, Jockman, <laughs> and whatever their fucking names are, I've forgotten, Jordana Brewster, and like whatever they like, I hate it when it stops to like, that we're going to edgily introduce the characters in a cool oh handwriting God, I like, font. I like it, it's 90s. No, I can fuck off. Okay. Um, yeah, next category. So we're done. No, we're not done. Oh, we're done. <laughs> but there's no. Is there a final girl? Yeah. There's a lot of final girls. So no. No, it doesn't have the no, the, no. the classic final. I don't girl. know if any of ours have final girls. Should we roll the try die once more? Uh, I think we should stop for a. Uh, oh, you're not drinking. Yeah. Well, I need a wee break. Whoop. So that was the uh, the faculty. Are we done with that anymore? anymore? Are we done with the faculty? Yeah. I think we're done. I'd say if you want to have like a bit of a throwaway, like Saturday night popcorn movie, get that faculty on your box. Let's move on. Yeah, absolutely. Roll that die. Roll that die. Roll that die. We've number two. Done. We've got one or three left. What could it be? <laughs> it's two again. Oh. Oh. We're doubling down. Oh, hold on. Off the table. Fucking two. Three. Okay. Three. Over to me. Okay. So, I have gone for, there's been a, I, I kind of almost like thought of like introducing my one as the third one rather than as the second one. 
for reasons <laughs> for reasons that you two have picked some quite fun films. Okay. And I've gone for I picked my last, so I went for the polar opposite. So I've gone for essentially no fun. Uh, yeah, but this you know normally in a trilogy you would get the middle one is the serious. You know this is the Empire okay. Strikes. This is the Empire Strikes Back. Of, yeah, uh, this is the Empire. <laughs> this is certainly an empire. This is Russia. <laughs> <laughs> so I've gone for 2020's Sputnik. So um, Sputnik is a Russian directed film by Igor Abramenko. Abramenko, yeah. Um, written by Oleg. Um, Melovichko, Melovich. Now my life. Written by. <laughs> you know what? I practiced this on the bus on the way down here. I got it all right, and I'm fucking it all up now. Written by Oleg Melovichko nice. and Andrei Zolotarev, and this 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 little like crew of people. So I've seen some of their other films as well, including um, also um, uh, Fyodor. <laughs> it's pronounced Fyodor. It's pronounced Fyodor. Fedor is pronounced Fyodor. Normally, I believe. Oh, sorry, 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 Russia. I'm getting this wrong, but I'm trying. To... Sorry, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the time we are recording this, Russia not very favourable in the public light for for invasion reasons. So I love the way you're explaining. If people hear this podcast in a hundred years, <laughs> I wonder when when those three got together. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so right, right, as we record here, as you probably still know, Russia are doing some terrible things. But I'm not going to blame the film. But not their science fiction movies. Their science fiction <laughs> movies are apparently good. I mean, they mm. made this before the invasion. I'd so. say that's a uh, point of contention. Oh, no, Ruth's about to hate this film. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this this group of people, they've done a few other films that I've seen. They're like, they're just like little like sci-fi crew, I suppose, who've like made... Um, they, did one called Invasion and one called Attraction, and they all seem to like switch roles into different things. I think the director of um, Sputnik was the like assistant director of some of those, and the director of those is um, the guy who plays like the colonel in this, so he also acts. So oh, okay. it's like a weird little, little like, like incestuous group of like Russian uh, like filmmakers who all make these together. Which is, is like I'm not I'm not saying the other ones. I think this is the best one they've done. Um, but it's yeah, it's an it's an interesting one. It's not the world's most original film. It's quite derivative. It's. I feel like um, it would be it would be very hard to make an original alien film. Yes, exactly. So I think all you can really do is basically take what's given to you and make it something new, or make or at least make it interesting. It doesn't. I think one thing with filmmaking is it doesn't have to be brand new or the first time it's ever done because, like, especially with horror. Exactly. I mean, like a really good analogy I heard was um, one about music, where it's about sort of rock music. I'll say every song is a Black Sabbath song sped up or slowed down. <laughs> and to be honest, it, it fucking is because there's only so many ways you can mm. put a chord, chords in a sequence. So, but Black Sabbath get the credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> They're the linchpin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it comes to yeah, yeah. Anyway. Over to Sputnik, um, like the hook. The hook. <laughs> it's it's a I like a nice like gritty dark sci-fi film or horror film rather. So like, and or both rather in this case. I I like that it's there's there's no laughs whatsoever in this one. No one's cracking jokes. It's Soviet Russia in 1983. Everything's grey and beige and dark olive 
or red. That is it. Those are your colours. Dark olive. Yeah, dark <laughs> olive. Not even like a vibrant olive. No, dark olive. Everything is, it's so brutalist and Soviet and it's it just, it's very like, there's a wonderful atmosphere to the film that I really like and I like that no one's fucking around in it. There's like, because quite often you get it, there's always a lot of jokes, there's a lot of silly, everyone's having a good time. I kind of sometimes just want it just to be fucking serious, even when it's being silly, because the film is silly. There's lots of silly things in it. Like, you know, the alien, for example. There's a fucking alien that comes out of someone's mouth. So, like, you know. But I do think that... But one thing I really enjoy about it is that there's a there's a very sort of big sense of dread about it. There's a The score is, in my opinion, the best thing about the... Inter- I've given this away straight away. The score is phenomenal. I absolutely love it. I think it's incredible. It has got a good score. Yeah, it's by... Um, the score is by Oleg <laughs> Karpachev. Yeah, he's Not great. Who wrote it? Who wrote it? <laughs> Motherfucker. Um, it was written by Oleg. Oh, it's a different Oleg. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different Oleg. Uh, Oleg uh, uh, Malo, Malovichko. Malovichko. Oleg Malovichko. But the soundtrack was by Oleg Karpachev. <laughs> What do you, I've realised I've rushed you to the hook and we haven't had a little um, synopsis. Very good point. So the synopsis is 1983, Soviet Union, Russia. Um, two astronauts. Cosmonauts. Cosmonauts, sorry. Much cooler. Sorry, it is cooler, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, two cooler. cosmonauts are in space doing a um, trial run of some stuff. Some sort of experiment or something. I've forgotten exactly what it was, sorry. Um, and... They see something outside of their port side window, and then they it is port and it's left. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the question was it the port? It was, but it was the port window. It was to the left. Left is port has the easy way to tell. You got port and starboard. Port is the four letter word. Starboard is the longer word. Oh, that's a good tip. Port and left, four words, four letters. So I they, remember that forever. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. So yeah, so that's the so they see something there. You don't you do as an audience member, you don't get to see it. It's just like a shadow. Uh, shortly after the spaceship crashes, then they bring in uh, the one surviving cosmonaut. After that, a renegade scientist who uh, is clearly a maverick renegade because she like solved a problem by essentially drowning a boy. Yeah, never fully explained. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's one of those things. Where, like I think it's, it's she's a psycho. <laughs> Doctor, I don't know exactly what her title was. I've, I've kind of forgotten, but uh, an ex- it, she's an expert in new, like neuropsychology, isn't yes. she? Yeah. So she manages to. Like, I guess it's like the equivalent, of essentially shocking the problems out of someone, which feels like mm. a very Russian thing to do. So uh, she does that. She's she's recruited by a doctor. A shady, a shady organization. Not a, doc- not a doctor, so yeah, shady organization. No, it's, it's not a shady organization. It's the government. Well, sure. <coughs> the government. <laughs> As I said. <laughs> <laughs> but in 1983, Soviet Union, that is an absolutely mm. that's that's the best. It's like dream job, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> you get the you get um, Colonel um, Semiradov who turns up, who is... Who's Will you stop saying their surnames? Because you can't do it. <laughs> How would you say Semiradov? I just wouldn't bother. The Colonel What do you want me to up. call him? The Colonel. Colonel, fine. The Colonel shows up. 
The colonel shows up, says like, basically, yeah, I, want, I like you because you're a Mavic Renegade. I want you to come and sort my I shit out. I love how you almost drowned that boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He loved it. He said, I'm going to squash it because she's in a dis- disciplinary committee. Mm. Going, we can forget about this drowned boy. I'll make it all go away if you come and basically sort my cosmonaut shit out. So yeah. she goes there. They want, basically, the short version is there's an alien in him. Like, you know, th- as they mentioned at one point in the film, three, two people left, three came back. One was dead. Two are in the same body. Hey. So, and uh, basically, uh, at parasite night... Parasite alien. Is it a parasite or is it a symbiote? Oh. I think symbiote more than parasite. By the end, it yeah. was more of a symbiote. So that, that's one thing they do mention in it is like, is it a parasite or is it a symbiote? And, and that's an interesting thing as well. It's like the, the difference between the two would drastically change how the film went. Because like a parasite, obviously, I mean, obviously, just just look up what a parasite and a symbiote is. I'm not going to explain to you. Look it up, you fuckers. He, d- yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were a parasite, <laughs> symbiotic is it, the relationship would basically be like the, the pair of you would like coexist harmoniously and for mutual benefit. Whereas like a parasite would be it's, sucking it's, off the life yeah. of something. So whereas it's, it becomes clear the further on it goes that it is actually a symbiotic relationship. As we know, as it goes on, they, they also share a mental as well as a physical link. Whereas, mm-hmm. let's say, a parasite would have just been sucking the life out of it, like if you were to get a tapeworm or something like that. He does know. <laughs> he does know. Yeah. So, and yeah, chaos ensues. Great. So, uh, I, I quite like the fact uh, that the title, uh, can I just say, uh, Sputnik. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Do you know the meaning of Sputnik? Sputnik's like, is it like an artificial... What is it? No, oh, it means, it means it companion. Companion, oh, that's it. Oh, does it? it Sorry, companion. no, Sputnik was the first artificial satellite. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was so that. it's like a clever double meaning. Yeah. But having a quick look on uh, on the interwebs, uh, there, there was a film called Sputnik in 2013. Mm-hmm. This one was 2020, although it's sometimes, uh, I think it was made in 2018, but it was released in 2020. Released in the pandemic, so yeah. like it had trouble with that. Although I believe during the pandemic, you got to like Apple's like fourth or sixth like in the streaming charts which is phenomenal for a russian film mm. like because again this is a subtitled film and mm. americans really hate to read as as to the brits as well just people in general hate we to can read. look forward to an american remake i'm sure they but are doing one yeah <laughs> but but the thing that that stru- uh, struck me out of the interweb uh, uh researches was uh captain america civil war 2016 aka sputnik <laughs> which oh. i don't quite get so i guess in russia it was Maybe it's called Captain America Sputnik. Uh, I guess because Civil War is about... um, Features Bucky Barnes. It's about Bucky Barnes, who is his companion. The Winter Soldier's a Russian project, isn't it? And his companion as well. Oh, true, true. So maybe maybe that's where it comes from. Double meaning there. But anyway, back to... uh, Can I... Way in. Yeah, please do. I'd love to know what you two think I'm about sorry, this because I know. It, yeah, you didn't. But like I didn't it. like it. No, I sort of. I really. I liked bits of it. I liked. I enjoyed when the creature comes out of his mouth and um, beheads people. Yeah, that's fun, isn't it? Yeah, that's fun. Love a bit of beheading, but overall, I found it ponderous and illogical. Okay. <laughs> I thought you liked ponderous, but not but <laughs> not uh, not I illogical. Do. No, I don't know. I just <laughs> I don't know. I just I found I was I wasn't oh, I don't know. I wasn't gripped. And I like when you said earlier it's not funny and everyone's being serious and that is true, but also I did laugh at some <laughs> presumably not intentionally funny lines such as when she the doctor's taken up to the 
hotel where she's going to be staying or in the base or whatever it is um and he shows her her room and she's like can i have a room closer to the stairs i need to leave very early <laughs> and it's like you'll be like six rooms closer to the stairs <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about and it was so dead that might be translation maybe that's a translation problem no, I think it's just. It a might be. Can I be dish. closer to the stairs in case I need to leave quickly? Yeah, but how much quicker? <laughs> I think Ten it's more. Seconds? If there's an alien chasing me, six six rooms is. Well, yeah. She was unaware of aliens at that. I point. did have. I had oh, some, I and my other. I, I had a few logical problems, and the fact that they let her go into the room with him. She's a renegade. That's why they hired her. No, but I know. But then they're like, "Fine, let her go in," and then you discover however many minutes later 20 minutes later oh they know that this alien's just decapitating people i'm like they wouldn't have let her go in there come on it's it's but maybe you, do you feel do you like feel that the so- yeah, but do you feel that the soviet union is really worried by people's safety i think if you've made the effort to bring this maverick doctor to your base you don't want her to be immediately beheaded by an alien life form i think you've got to let maverick be a maverick well, maybe. Anyway, I don't know. I you don't bring a square in to be a circle, Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my. Uh, you, you've touched upon my second worry of of the watches that we've done. Okay, where I thought where I was watching things, where especially where they uh, she witnessed the them letting the alien out on yeah. the, to feed on the prisoners and stuff, which was uh, quite gnarly. Yeah, and that kind of thing. I was watching that, and I was like. I was like, "Oh, that's a very Russian thing to do." And that's, very, that's very, that's very stereotypical of Russia. And then I remembered it was made by Russian people, yeah, <laughs> and all so that. So took it back. They should so, know. So exactly, exactly. Well, one thing I would so like, like that guy who looked like Usher should look like Usher. <laughs> one thing I, would, one thing I would like to add is that the creature effects are fucking great. I really love the creature and, yeah, design. Yeah, I agree. They're 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 good. Effects. They did have more of my favorite tropes in it right at the very beginning. Mm. Is when you get a tiny glimpse of something at right at off yeah, the yeah, yeah. start in the port window. In the port window, <laughs> left for port. Yeah, when you get a tiny glimpse of something and it just mm. gives you that. Although I got the impression it was bigger. Well, that's because. But did it get bigger later? It it, 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 grew, it grows and it gets smaller and bigger in size depending on what happens. But the thing is that. We don't Depends what the story needs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just I, that's one thing. I, that is something I absolutely love. Is that like when something is as much as the story requires, and that can be okay because like who's to say that whatever was on the outside of that thing, it may not have been that creature. It may have been its mother. Maybe it laid it. Yeah, and it could have laid an egg in him, mm. and then yeah, that yeah, became yeah, the thing. Exactly that. So we don't because I think they did actually reference at one point, like say it was big. Which means it wasn't that thing. Mm. Which means it could have just inj- like, somehow got an egg in mm. that craft, and then or like you know just like chuck my baby like that's your responsibility now. Chuck my baby. Maybe it's maybe it's like magpieing. Maybe it's like a space magpie, and it's done that. Do you mean a cuckoo? Yes. Fuck. I like it though. A space cuckoo. Space cuckoo. <laughs> yeah. Cocoon. Another space film. So, <laughs> not a horror film. Cocoon. So, okay. What would you like to do? Best death. Okay, let's do best death. Um, so, best death. I picked um, the Colonel Samaradov. Oh yeah. No shit. For his, uh, his face off. Basically, it's, it's like a wonderful cut in half face at the end after the standoff at the yeah, end. Yeah, that was good. 
Yeah, there's not actually not that many deaths in the film, really, because it's not really that. Well, there's there's those deaths of the convicts, but they're in darkness, aren't they? There's only one or two of them, really. You don't mm. see too much, like, and you're not really invested in them as characters no. at this stage. You don't. And it's care. only at that point when you realise what the creatures actually going for and doing. Yeah, and that's another thing I quite like. Like again, it's like it's after a certain. It's always nice to have a certain thing. It's after like it's not just after sustenance. Who wants your brain? You no, know, what's the cortisol from the brain? Oh yeah, well, cortisol. Uh, the brain makes it for f- being fearful. Yeah. Is correct? Okay. Yeah, it's a, again, I suppose that's an idea that um, comes in a lot of other horror films, like It is the same, isn't it? That it feeds off your yeah, fear. Yeah, feeds off like. the fear. That's, an, that's a nice like little trope to have. Like, by, by no, yeah. By feeds off your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at Ruth on the I didn't spit. By no means am I saying that, like, you know, Sputnik's like the perfect sci fi horror film or anything like that. I think it's an interesting take on the genre, like, of aliens. And I, p- I picked it as a, um, a reactionary thing to the two that you picked. It's nice to have um, for variety Russia sense. represented as well. I like. I don't think there's going to be many opportunities it was, to no. include Russian horror films. <laughs> no, absolutely. And like, the things I like, I'm as I'm sure people are. Some of our listeners will be infuriated and annoyed that I keep picking subtitled films. I will continue to do this. I apologise. Um, I don't think you no do apologise. So no, no, <laughs> fuck you. If you can't read, then that's your fucking problem. I, I was, I was. Uh, By a dub version. Pleasant, pleasantly surprised you chose this one because a I hadn't seen it before. So it was nice to watch. Uh, and from the beginning, when it first started, I thought it was just going to be a Apollo 18 rip-off mm. kind of thing, which I kind of liked. I've been meaning to watch Apollo 18. Is it worth I don't watching? mind that. It was yeah. all right. Um, Is it yeah. be- better or worse than Sputnik? Oh, worse. Okay. <laughs> that, <laughs> ma- that makes me feel better. Oh, worse. But it's all right. It's... Uh, uh, what would they say? Oh, it's a 5.2 on the IMDb. Last I checked, I think it was like a 6.4 for Sputnik, which I think is a little harsh. I think it's a good, solid 7 out of 10 film. And I'm not going to say it's any higher than that because I don't think that would be fair. But it, it's got a lot of good stuff about it. But so let's go Let's go to the categories because otherwise I'm just going to keep talking yeah, about why I like it so much. <laughs> yeah, and I have a bus let's catch. Cut. The axe. The axe. What would you cut? It's a difficult one to pick because it's quite the a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it just had no place. The surnames. <laughs> Fortunately, everyone calls each other by the first names. I say, if I was going to cut something, I mean, it's a real, it's a real like little tight film, really. I mean, despite its like slightly lengthy runtime, I don't think there's that much you could cut. You can maybe cut the orphan storyline out of it. Yeah, that was. Absurd. Yeah, I'm afraid. There's a bizarre twist where, like, it becomes that the woman is actually the orphan in it, and it's the 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 uh, the cosmonaut's child is just a parallel of that. So you you could lose that, and it it'd save you 20 minutes of the film. Worst character. Worst character. Again, it's a troublesome one because it's quite a tight cast. There's not that many people in it, but I guess if I got to pick one, I'm going to pick Doctor Rigel. Not the orphan child. Or the orphan child. Mm. I think the difficulty with it is, is that it's so. Can, can I cut the orphan child without cutting the main character? Is <laughs> oh, the same oh, one? It's a paradox. Yeah. You could cut the concept of the orphan son. 
I would cut that, yeah. <laughs> I would cut that, and also, like, worst character, the Tanith, the Tanith is... There's, there's no Tanith in it. No, there's no Tanith here. Right, uh, the uh, last one, we got Final Girl. The Final Girl. I guess so. Uh, Tatiana, I guess. Mm. Like, she, she, she is a straight-up Final Girl in this one. She survives. There, yeah. was, there was aliens. Yeah, there's Russians, all that. She survived. She has I, a bit actually, of suffering along the way. Actually, a Final Girl for once. I know it's a very unenthused one. I feel bad about this. Don't Sorry, feel guys. bad about it. It just it wasn't for me. No, it wasn't for either of you, apparently, you motherfuckers. Is that is that one for all of us there where we've all chosen a movie that I th- well, I think I've had two now because really? no one like dog soldiers. I like dog soldiers. I liked it like fine. Okay, in that case, yeah, this is my dad. <laughs> Did we? I like dad. Did I we? think look, if we're gonna be doing this for a while, I think there's gonna be a lot of duds. <laughs> oh yeah. Way. I'm sure I'm sure. That Jazz is going to pick loads of duds. <laughs> so, over to Jazz. <laughs> you don't need to roll the dice because... Uh, I'm, jo- I'm, also, I'm also joking, of course. I've enjoyed your films very much. No, you haven't. Most of them, yeah. <laughs> nice. Do you, we, you and me have been boys for fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> We've yeah. been talking about films for like 15, 20 years now. Yeah, in other words, you've been putting up with my bullshit for 15 years now. I mean, that is another way of putting it. <laughs> so, uh, last choice, uh, number one, uh, the, of the dice, not the number one choice that you should all watch. Number one on the dice, number, number one, one in your hearts. I went, and it's something we've discussed uh, in previous podcasts, um, and I finally got the opportunity to make you guys watch it. I went, I went for 1988, very fine year, with Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. Um, the Blob. I love The Blob. There we go. I had a great time watching The Blob. <laughs> I was so happy. I, when, it, when it immediately started, thought this looks like shit. And by the end of it, I had a wonderful time. Yeah, it was amazing. This is actually a very good one to end on, because I think, okay, we're all going to agree yeah, on this. It's, so, it good, good. So much fun. There was um, lots of talk on the uh, WhatsApp group as you guys were watching it about mullets. Yeah, mullets. <laughs> it's mullet-tastic. I mean, it's 1988. It's, it's the prime time of the mullet. It's peak mullet it's season. peak mullet. So, uh, yeah, the volume block. is high. The Blob is obviously a remake of the Steve McQueen classic. It's not the son of Blob. We've discussed before. <laughs> However, we we'll, we'll we'll go into it later. We we do want a remake of yeah. Son of we Blob. We do want a remake of Son of Blob. Um uh yeah, remake, slight twist on the on the angle written by uh Frank Darabont. Yes. I, I saw yeah. As soon, as soon as it kicked off... A mark off, of credibility. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as soon as it kicked off, I thought, like, this looks like a fucking Stephen King TV adaptation. <laughs> and then I went on IMDb. Oh, Frank Darabont. Okay. Yeah, there we go. And directed by Chuck Russell, uh, who is uh, well known for his other movies, <laughs> which I'm just about to kick off. All those other movies. Oh, they were classics. Do you remember them, Ruth? Oh, <laughs> I remember them all, Beamer. Scorpion King, there he is, he did that. The Scorpion King, the that's mask. what you fucking came out with. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking film you came out with. I remember the, 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 the one I remember. I remember that's it just, so well. It's uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Oh, that is great. The best, okay, written, that is written by Frank Darabont. Yeah. There we a, go. Those two, that, it's a very that, fine. Those film. two dream warriors, dream team. <laughs> you, you said the Scorpion King. I know. Although I, I did watch, the first thing although, I although I literally, came up. although I watched Nope last night, and the Scorpion King nods in that. 
Are there? The jumper, the hoodie he wears at the end to do, like confront oh. the final boss. <laughs> yeah. Is a Scorpion King hoodie. Oh, is it? I can't because remember. him and his dad were on the... the, the, the Moving on, what? I don't want to spoil Nope, just watch Nope. nope. So, nope. Uh, yeah, the blob. Um, the blob in the... It's the name of the... It's, it's in the title. What's it about, Jess? What? It's about blob. Say, yeah, tell, what's it about? Well, it's about a small town yeah. in the middle of nowhere that gets... Uh, there is a meteor that gets dropped down. And, Aliens uh, love to come to and Earth in a video. Uh, I know, and out of it pops a, a, a little blob. <laughs> a tiny, <laughs> cute blob. Tiny, cute little blob. <laughs> gets a little taste of uh, flesh. <laughs> and every time it eats something, it gets a little bit bigger. <laughs> and uh, Don't we all? Blobbiness happens. <laughs> 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 and next thing we know, Noel's house party. Oh. <laughs> Chaos ensues. <laughs> Chaos ensues. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Kevin Dillon. Great actor, great mullet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, do you want to retract the first part of that sentence? <laughs> Kevin Dillon is okay. Kevin Dillon's face is distracting. <laughs> but the blob, uh, I'm going so back, blob, moving blob, away yeah. from his face, but the blob <laughs> is, is, is a classic uh, small town, shit goes down. Yeah, the the small town community must the, fight back against absolutely. the blob. And that's, uh, that's what it is. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell us the hook. <laughs> the hook. What dragged me in? Yeah, what dragged you in? The title. <laughs> this, uh, this, this is a film, actually, I saw about... Are we in- reliving the monster here? We're like, oh, I picked it because it's got a monster. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, not at all. I picked it because I wanted you two to fucking watch it. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm it. very happy you did. Um, this is a movie I probably first saw about 1990, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on a lot of Sky TV at the time as well. They played it all the time. So it was one of those rewatchable movies that was constantly on there. And once I watched it once, I was just like, first it was like, oh, it's just a remake. And it's what it is. But once I watched it, it was just like, Oh no! This has got everything. I like it. <laughs> everything in this is is brilliant. The deaths in it were amazing. Amazing oh, deaths. So good. <laughs> Shell got annoyed at me while we watched. I watched it with my wife. She was so annoyed at me because I just kept saying the deaths are so fucking good. They're in this. so good. Every time someone died, she goes, "Oh my god! Look, I know the deaths are <laughs> so, so good so in good. this. You keep telling me, go, but they're so good, Shell. And it's so like wrong so fits you because." There's an early on death. There is an early on death. And you're like, shit, I thought this was the main character. They've psychoed us. Yeah, they really did, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, did. And then Kevin Dillon turns up. You know, we should have known. So, you know the film Nightbreed? Yes. I thought that whoever the main character in that was, was Kevin Dillon. Oh, they look like, exactly uh, Craig, the same. Craig Schaefer. Or yes, he's a slightly is. less weirder faced guy, but they're dressed exactly the same, have a mullet, and all this like. <laughs> They they have the the classic, um, okay. That guy's a badass. So he's got jeans, leather jacket, yeah, white the, shirt. Well, we're getting mullet. we're getting back into faculty territory, yeah. aren't we? We've got the jock, we've got the the badass, we've got the weird. I mean, it's not faculty, but weird cheerleader. The cheerleader. Yep. There's weird uh, preacher man. Uh, well, he's not weird preacher man to start with. No, no, none of these in classic Russian sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> the classic Russian cheerleader. You've got your gen- you've got you've got your military man, your scientist, <laughs> your, st- your, your obedient your looking person. <laughs> <laughs> You're a crying orphan. <laughs> <laughs> crying orphans, classic. But I think I think just in general, like 
every time I go back to it, and I, I've, I've, I've bought the the blob on DVD, and I, I do go. Did back you get a blob set? <laughs> <laughs> every time you go back to it, I just love it. So every time I watch it, it's just it's always fresh. There's always exciting things in it. It's just and things that just make me laugh all the time. The the condom joke at the beginning is fucking brilliant. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just, it just works on every level. Let's put let's put a priest in a in a uh, drugstore late at night <laughs> for no reason. Why is the priest there? He doesn't buy anything. Just hangs out. Well, it's more it's more the fact when he buys the condoms and then it turns out that the, from the pharmacist and it's his. The and then they daughter. just do like a, um, a zoom shot, don't they, on his face, and he's like ripped. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah, but it's when he goes picks up picks up the door picks up the date on the uh, night, and it's the pharmacist's uh, daughter uh, that is that just makes me cry. Um, but as I said, you know, just everything laid out, it it just works really well. It's taking it's the thing I like if you're going to do a remake is take an idea and just adapt it slightly you know the original blob is literally it's an alien um this adds a conspiracy theory into it yeah, in true the fact that it's mm. military is it an alien them bloody militaries so i you've 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 fallen into my trap here Jess. oh so it's not an alien film well it's not confirmed it's not oh. an alien <laughs> so this is a this is the thing I need to bring up. Damn it! So in the original Blob, it. it's an alien. It comes here in a meteorite. Fuck. However, <laughs> this was grown on the Earth and then put in space, making it terrestrial. Yeah, but wasn't it mixed with alien DNA? Was it? Did they ever say that? I think so. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> alien, alien radiation. I don't remember that. Space dust. I don't know. <laughs> I the think you picked a dirty The death of space. <laughs> All he saw was death. Well, we'll, 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 ig we'll ignore we the fact that it is technically terrestrial. Holy fuck. Don't worry. Anyway, so I chose the Steve McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> Steve McQueen is great. I do love the Steve McQueen one as well. And he's a much cooler rebel which than is, fucking Kevin Dillon. Which has just reminded me, do you think the end, there's, there's, there's a scene in it, isn't there, with Kevin Dillon rides a motorcycle, tries to jump a bridge, or does jump a bridge. He, uh, he, he eventually jumps he a bridge. He jumps yeah. a bridge, but do you think that's a throwback to Steve McQueen in The Great Escape? Jumping on a Probably. motorcycle over. Yeah, quite possibly, yeah. Um, while we're on the hook of why we like it, I will chip in and say that I was initially a bit worried and I was like, oh, it's going to be really typically like weak jazz female call. character. <laughs> no, not jazz call, but... Um, and there was the bit with the condom guy and the um, basically like molesting a unconscious girl. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, do we have to see this again? But he immediately was destroyed by the blob, so I was happy. And then um, Shawnee Smith, playing our heroine cheerleader, yeah. was like so kick-ass. Yeah. I loved it. She was such a brilliant um, strong Shawn heroine. Shawnee Smith uh, goes back to what we were talking about earlier about uh, teenage... Teenage loins. I was going to say the same thing <laughs> as well. Yeah, she's, another, she's another loin one. <laughs> I've, loin, I've seen a, a lot of her warrior. watching yeah, all like the Saw films this week. I've seen a lot oh, of Shawnee Smith. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah so like, she's a lovely she's Amanda a, Young. Yeah. Lovely, I say lovely. I need to take a sidetrack here. So one film I heavily considered picking was Species. 
Oh. Which is Ruth. Okay. Oh. Ruth, Ruth, you don't oh. live. You don't, I wretch. I wretch into the camera. <laughs> you don't live in the same world as Justin and I. Oh, don't you drag me into it. <laughs> okay, just me then. <laughs> I'm going to pull it Let's do some categories. Throw them at me. <laughs> Best death. This so is tough, much this to is, choose from. There, there, are are so many to, there are so many to choose from. There, I'm going to go with something. It's it's one that's always stood out for me. I mean, they've all stood out for me. The the guy with the 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 uh, dishwasher. Amazing. Oh, the dishwashing one, yeah. <laughs> the dishwasher's Just amazing. Just his legs. <laughs> <laughs> the amazing. The, uh, the um, uh, diner woman in the telephone box just filmed. That scene is fantastic. amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. If you go on, um, go on YouTube Squirt, and look Squirtchy, at... Squirtchy Police You can look room. at behind-the-scenes effect shots. They're, they're fucking brilliant. The so practical well effects are amazing. <clears throat> yeah, they're so, so good. Like, right, the, so this well. film deserves just all the accolades just for their practical effects. The kid death in the sewer, brilliant. Fuck you, kid. <laughs> that, I hate that kid. I'm glad he died. <laughs> no, but my, one of my favourites and the one that stood out is right near the end when they're in the library. I feel like I know what's coming. And it's the, guy, <laughs> it's the guy who gets pulled in and his back goes backwards. Is that... Yes! Is it's Emil from Robocop. Is it? Who yeah, gets melted Emil. in Robocop. Yeah, Emil, and Emil. He when he turned up earlier on, I was like, Emil! <laughs> yeah, and then that is amazing. But he gets a forward... He gets basically pulled through a bookcase, doesn't mm. he? But he's forward, so his back... He, he, has, he has an interest. In his head... His back of his head hits his heels. Let's put it that way. That's he just he gets slept in. Yeah. <laughs> his, his other most famous role, other than Emil in... Um, Robocop getting melted and splattered, which is one of my most... I don't know why I remember that more than any other death in film like, history. Oh, I say it's so melty and so tormentful, <laughs> and I love, it's my favourite, possibly my favourite ever film, Death. But he, he was also known for his role in ER. Okay, the, oh the, yeah, the he was And um, he, for some unknown reason, had his arm chopped off by a helicopter on the roof. A blade, he was in like an emergency. He like waved his arm up into the air while there's a helicopter <laughs> and um, had his arm, arm chopped off. off. Maybe it must be in the back propeller because that feels like that's not physically possible to reach that from the ground. But he had his arm chopped off by a helicopter. So that man knows how to writhe around. But the uh, horrific pain with prosthetics. Later in ER, as the same Dr. Dr. Romano, um, he was crushed by a helicopter. It was like a comedic death film because everyone hated him. Wow. Yeah, smashed. I didn't know that. Smashed by a helicopter. Fucking hell, that man has some great screen yeah. deaths. So he absolutely does. So I'm going to go for the the back-breaking uh, death, cool. which... Uh, Dr. Romano, Emil, whatever his character that. is. But uh, what about you guys? What did you think? I like your choice, and that was definitely on my list, but I feel like I have to go for Paul, if only for um, full melty when... Um, the slidey arm. That's when... when um, you f you think Paul's your hero, mm. and then he's there at the hospital, and then he gets full blobbed, and he's just like a screaming pink mass. Yeah, ah! yeah, and, and, she and she rips his arm off. Yeah, and then his arms off. She's not <laughs> Shawnee. You're not helping. I, um, I I just that was so brilliant, and that was the bit where I kind of was like, God, this is really going full horror. And I, I love I it. I I actually I wrote down um, girls squish face at make out point. <laughs> <laughs> She had a great squish face. 
that, her face did squish in it on it. It itself. collapsed in on itself. Is that the girl in the car? And yeah. that was when the sex pest got his comeuppance. Yeah, it was. It was. It's uh, not only was she like saved from rapey dude, but then she was just saved from life. I, if you watch any of the behind the scenes thing, they show how they filmed that, and they uh, they basically had a car tipped forward, like basically on its end, and they just dropped it all. All the blob from the back. Into a blob. Into the blob, (laughs) so they they filmed that. So there's some great, great little... It looks like it was a real fun film to make in different different ways to do it. Excellent. Well, while we're talking about fun, worst character? The Pit. The Pit. The Kid. (laughs) The Kid. (laughs) Yeah, I completely agree with fuck that My brother works at the cinema. Anyone who walks around with like headphones just in general, like while you talk with someone talking, you go, Shit, I ain't listening to you, Ma. Oh, it's not his mum, actually. It's like, your best friend. We're just ma. all putting quotes in his mouth, but they're all things he would have said. Yeah, he can fuck off. Yeah, definitely definitely the kids. He's the worst. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. I mean, you know, some people might say, some people might say, uh, you know, the priest, but, you know. No, no, because the priest Priest is going to lead us into the amazing sequel that's definitely going to be made. So, yeah, what we want is Son of Blob. Son of Blob. (laughs) So Son of Blob is an existing film, right? We all agree with that. I want new Son of Blob. Yeah, we want Son of Blob to be of the Son of Blob of... And we want the... Uh, preacher who at the end is all melted, isn't he? Yes. Uh, and he's put some bits of blob in a, a tiny jar and he's saving he them for the apocalypse. Yeah, absolutely. So, which so, is going to happen soon. Which right? he's now like a revivalist preacher, so I'm excited to see when he unleashes that blob on the world to bring the apocalypse about. Any other categories? Yes, let's go to the... N- the axe. The axe, what would you cut? The axe. I would cut nothing from this movie. <laughs> it's It's... I think I say this every single time. I you do. Like, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I made my choice. All your films are tight and perfect. <laughs> I certainly would not cut any mullets from this movie. I, w- I would cut his fucking shirt. So his shirt, right? <laughs> I've got all, I also have some fashion ideas about what to cut. It was 1988. Even his shirt. It has this weird like lapel thing going on. Oh, like, it it floats over, the, over to the other side. Like it's... It feels like something that Prince would wear, and, and it Prince, does have a bit of a floaty. Yeah, so if Prince will wear it, aura. I would genuinely have absolutely no issue because Prince can do what the fuck he likes because he's fucking Prince, Prince. Can wear anything. Yeah. He can literally Prince can do whatever he wants, and I will not question it. Well, within reason, but anyway, fashion wise, he can do what he likes. But if you want to do your classic, like bad guy, let's go to let's go to Boone from Nightbreed. Oh, yeah, Craig Sheffer. Yeah, Craig not, Sheffer. Not, Craig, not Kevin Dillon. No, exactly. The better version of it. So that's what it should have been. White T-shirt. Just wear a fucking white T-shirt. It's the classic, you know, Marlon Brando, Steve McQueen, all these like all these people who had like leather jacket, white T-shirt. They tried to do it, and it's just this weird print shirt that just does not work for the character. Because it's too fancy. It's too flashy, and it just doesn't make sense. Too flashy. Too flashy. My problem was with a cashmere jumper. Where um, the pink, uh, the pink one that went in the wash. Where she, well, hers went in the wash, and then the mum was like, "Don't worry, you can wear mine." And she was like, "Oh, thanks, mum!" Like it was the most amazing offer in the world. And then she was going on a date, and she looked hideous, hideous in that cashmere jumper. It was terrible. How judgmental of you, Ruth? Eighties <laughs> fashion. 
it was 18 the worst. fashion could be cut then. No, <laughs> yeah, cut all of the 80s fashion. There weren't enough shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> we want more mullets, more shoulder pads, less cashmere jumpers, less e- shit shirts. Everything, more volume, except for <laughs> Kevin Dillon's shirt. And nose. <laughs> and nose! He's got a weird nose. He's got a weird face in general. Oh, Kevin. Any other characters? <laughs> categories? Yes. Um, final girl. Final girl. Final girl. Well, uh, there is. And there I isn't. think she deserves to be a final girl. I mean, she, she's, she's fucking horrific. Hor- yeah. I was about to yeah. say a horrific. Hor- she actually hor- she kills the blob. Or, she or, kill or, the blob. Or, or yeah, she she wins. Yeah, yeah. Shawnee Smith. But there's other people who live, and some of them are women. But, but then we can discuss that. About they weren't involved girls. in the the day to day of the thing, like the blow by blow. And sure, Kevin Dillon lives, but she's the one who's done the hard work, I'd say. And we don't like Kevin Dillon. <laughs> As we discussed. Because of his, his bad shirt and face choice. And and <laughs> jealous that in this movie he ends up with Shawnee Smith. Yeah, I am jealous about that. <laughs> Paul only melted a few hours earlier. That was another thing I had, like, seriously, like, <laughs> your, your boyfriend melted literally hours ago. <laughs> This is something that the, happens in films far too much. It's like the kids like, you were looking after melted. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, people things. forget their like horrific trauma, like there's happened, and also the fact that like, you, you literally had a boyfriend earlier I on. I guess they were only on their first date. But if you think, if we're talking about this, like when we met before we started recording this podcast, I was sitting having a, a, a drink in the bar, and then you guys came in, like one by one, and sure. This is the length, essentially, of the blob. I like so from when I had like my first drink, and like well, yeah, now yeah, we're here yeah, and now, sure. like I'm not gonna fall in and out of love of people, and then find like like so you two are like. Two but you might have friends. like a stress snog. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I'm not just gonna say like oh like let's just use it as the example as it is. Like say like these are two of my best friends. I'm not now. A couple of hours later, got two new best friends who are now like two of my new best friends. I thought they're just people I've just fucking met. I thought regarding <laughs> timelines, I thought this at the uh, the very first season of Twenty Four, you know, where you're watching Kiefer Sutherland live <laughs> like for twenty four hours. I think going through, it, I think giving a little too much credit. Going, going, going <laughs> through all that shit, and right at the very end of it, I think I think this is what happens. Is right at the very end, he he solves whatever's going on, fixes the world, sorted, and then his daughter gets kidnapped no or, or something like in the now last he's five got to minutes. do another 24 something, hours something goes on in 24 in the in the last in the last five minutes something bonkers goes on and it's like well he needs to sleep doesn't he it's like oh you don't want kidnapped well i need i need to sleep i don't think she i don't actually in, in the first did. 24 he'd actually already been up for about 24 hours he was up for like 48 why didn't they call it 48 then would have been longer <laughs> Ironically, they only actually agreed on twelve episodes for the initial series. I've got very uh, ironic. <laughs> well, if it's called twenty-four, <laughs> I've got an interesting little factual for you. Uh, is it about the blob? It is about the blob. Please tell us. <laughs> uh, soldier number two mm. in brackets. Bill Mosley. Bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no more. I know where my boy's at. You didn't even let me tell you what, what the brackets were. <laughs> What's the brackets? Soldier number two, bracket, in sewer, close bracket. Oh, <laughs> he's the sewer man. Yeah, yeah he's one of them. Number um, two, second one. Shawnee Smith is a scream queen. I just, we know she is. Because she's been in your 
saw yeah. yeah, she's yeah. been in two horror films. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, um, several, actually, in which case, what is Bill Molesley? He's a, sw- a swing king. Swing. <laughs> <laughs> Scrim king. Doesn't work as well, does it? He's, uh, no, there needs to be a, um, a a male version of it, I suppose, yeah. really. You need a male version. But I suppose as the he's normally the killer rather than the victim. So Yeah, but he's still, you know, I so think we can think of one for the future. The kill king. I Just guess that would be the know. logical one. It sounds lame, but... Yeah, if anyone has a better idea, please let us know. Shawnee Smith was also in The Stand, the yeah. original, with the big golden lottery hand. The lottery hand. <laughs> that can fuck uh, off. Which is good. Uh, she's also in uh, one of my very favourite uh, 80s films called Summer School, uh, which has got amazing... Uh, horror or not horror? It's a, it's a comedy, but it's got a horrific element in it because two of the characters... Um, who have to attend summer school, love horror films, and they're effects-mad maniacs, and there's amazing gore-fest in the middle of the film out of nowhere. Well worth a watch. Well okay. worth a watch. Okay. And there's an interesting thing about summer school is because uh, my parents used to leave me um, at home a lot. <laughs> when I was oh, younger. is oh, yeah. this the Texas Chainsaw It's Texas thing. Chainsaw. Yeah. Oh, that's where you and found and it. Oh, and yeah, so, yeah, and yeah. summer school is the movie that it comes in. So if you listen to... I don't need to tell the story again. It's in the previous episode. Uh, I think it was... And it's mentioned in Ruth is Strange and Fiction. Oh, was it? Oh, is that where it is? Oh, cross (laughs) cross podcasts. That's where it is. So, yeah, Summer School. I've got that on DVD if anybody wants to borrow it. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) I don't have a DVD player. I do. I'm getting rid of it. (laughs) Not because of of that. (laughs) Um, Any last thoughts on Aliens? Um, as a general like, thing. But I think, you know, I feel like we've had a good representation I, of the film, of the I, alien I think genre. That, I think that it, as, a, as a general thing, so, uh, a, like aliens are like the weakest part of sci-fi horror. I think there's much more interesting things in horror than alien horror. You said alien horror a lot of times in that sentence. Yeah. Did. It's the, it's the category. <laughs> there we go. Um, thank you for checking us out. We have talked a lot of shit. It is a Friday night. <laughs> we are drinking more than we normally do. What up? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have got any alien horror films that we haven't mentioned today, then send them over and we'll check them out. And we may regret our choices, but I doubt it because I chose the fucking blob. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Thank you. Bye.